what is up everyone welcome to another episode of chat with dan this is your host dan for this episode we have an amazing guest as always coming to the show but before we start i want to make sure that you're having an amazing day or evening depending where you are and also remember that every day is a beautiful day because you exist so without further more let's get started So, Emily, how are you today? I'm doing fantastic. How about you? I'm doing good as well. Thank you so much. Well, thank you so much for being here. It is so cool to have someone as cool and awesome as you. So, before we start, I have to give you an epic welcome to the show. So, if you have seen some of my episodes, you know exactly what I'm about to do. If not, that's fine. Let me show you. There you go. It is epic. Cool. Now, starting with the whole interview now, tell me how your acting career started. So, I started acting um, as a kid, you know, I did like church plays, school plays, um, I always thought it was fun to play characters, you know, yeah. things like that. Um, and then there was one day, uh, I was in college and I was in a small group that was like film related, um, and because I wanted to try, I was like, hey, let's see what film's about. Mm-hmm. And the guy showed up um, who hadn't been to any of our meetings, which is fine, you know, we welcome everyone. Uh, but he just popped in one day and told us about this 48-hour film festival. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, okay, that's cool. So it's where, I'm sorry, Zena has joined us now. Okay. Um, oh, it's where you have like 48 hours to put together um, a short film. Mm-hmm. I'll give you like the, like what the plot is, or what it's about, um, or you have a theme, sorry. Um, you don't have to like Friday, and then you have to get your group together. Saturday you film, and then Sunday you have to like submit it by the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, so we did that, and never saw him again. Um, so I'm just um, but after that, I was like, okay, so it feels a lot better. Um, you know, I just definitely feel like there's more of a connection you can make with your audience mm-hmm. because yeah. like, on stage, you know, you're 300 people out there. You have to make very big, grand gestures and talk very loudly, like project, mm. um, where I can't. I feel like I have a max volume, uh, and that doesn't help me in the theater world. Uh, so yeah, I just like, I just feel like it's more intimate on film because like the camera's right there, like you just feel like you can connect with your audience more. That's perfect. Wow, that's super cool. And like, what were some of the challenges that you had when you recently started with your acting career? I had no idea what to do. Yeah. No idea Because uh, <laughs> I was like, this is cool. I do more of it mm. um so I you know I didn't know where to start um and then once I kind of like started researching online like hey how do you get into the business um you know they're like you gotta figure your look out I was like what's a look like yeah face? like and they're like no like you know do you want to go for like the girl next door do you want to go for the tough girl do you want to go for I don't know like the leader of the pack like what is your character look um so then I was like, all right, cool. I still don't know which one I want to be yet. Why can't I be on? Mm. Um, and then like trying to figure out how to find representation, you know, as an agency. Um, so I came across um, another actor. He had a studio uh, where he taught classes and he kind of wanted to take me under his wing. Um, he was like my mentor. Mm. So I, um, that actually really got me more into like acting because he, connections he worked on these projects he brought me on some of these projects with him um that i got to be a part of so that is how 
kind of more not into it. But those are definitely some challenges I started with. Okay. Wow. That's so nice. And in 2015, you were in When Universe Collide, Wonder Woman versus Android 18. Tell me, was that like your first TV experience? And what were some of the things that you learned about that project? That definitely was my first experience uh, for television and for being on set. Yeah. Um, so I got to learn how sets work, like all the moving parts on there. You know, you've got directors, you've got your DP, your first AD, first AC, you've got your stunt choreographer. Um, so it was really cool getting to learn the different um, aspects of that. Uh, my first time learning fight choreography, um, a lot more difficult than I thought. Yeah. Um, I've never fought before. Uh, and I just thought it'd be like, oh yeah, I'll just pretend to throw a punch. And they're just like, no. Um, you actually have to like play to the camera. When yeah. Um, and then just being able to like trust your team partner too, to be like, hey, please don't actually punch me in the face, um, which she didn't. Uh, and also it was my first time like learning how to get into character. Um, you know, I've always thought Wonder Woman was super awesome. Um, mm. you know, she's a great role model for a lot of, you know, girls uh, growing up or guys, whoever. Um, so it was really fun getting to try to think of like, okay, so what would Wonder Woman do in this situation? How would yeah. she you know, what would this character do? So it was cool getting to discover that too. That's so awesome. And then in, in 2016, you were in The Hutchings. Tell me about your character and about that film. So The Hutchings, um, that one was a TV series pilot. Okay. Um, like a modern day family. Um, I played Giselle, who mm -hmm. is the oldest of three siblings. Um, and at this point, like, she's just gone to college to become a doctor. You know, parents are super proud of her. She kind of feels a lot of responsibility, um, a lot on her shoulders right now because she's going to disappoint them. Um, but she might kind of be reconsidering some things, you know, kind of going through, um, I don't know, maybe some internal struggles in herself, but she doesn't really know how to tell her parents that. Mm. So she kind of comes home one day and, you know, she's got this weight on her chest, like, oh man, like, you know, I don't know, like, if I can tell them, and they're yeah. asking about like school and how it's going, and so, but it, it's fine. It's a cute little TV show pilot. Yeah, absolutely. Now, like, what are some of, of the techniques or things that you usually do in order to prepare a character? Either either it is for a film or a TV show. Yeah, like, what are some of the of the techniques you do for things? Um, my first thing I do um would be research. Um, so if I you know have a character who let's say she's a lawyer. Um, I'm not a lawyer, I don't know what lawyers do, so my first thing is going to be researching what they do, what their daily basis is like, how would they act, how's a courtroom setting. Yeah. Um, also becoming a, coming up with your backstory, mm. is a, because you have the writer, sure they've written out the character, and what they look like 2D on paper, now you've got to bring out who they are and make them 3D. Yeah. So, you know, what's their favorite color, you know, what's mm. one their childhood memories, who was their best friend in middle school, once you start, you know, detailing these things out, now I know how my character's going to act, you know, in this courtroom, like, and then you can more naturally make your character choices, mm -hmm. where it plays, it plays really nice on camera too, so instead of like, where you have it written on screen, like, hey, Marcy did X, you know, or she threw this book, Yeah. You know, Maybe she doesn't do that, or maybe she does do it, it's not written on there. It's just you are in that moment living as a character, and you act as they would. Um, yeah, interesting. 
Mm. So you will. So let's say that you will basically do like all the research possible in regards of, of, of course, of the role that you're gonna play, so you can get like a, kind of the, the mentality right, so you can become that person you're gonna play in, in order, for, well, like for all the research that you have done, right? <laughs> How cool is that? And badass. I, I think it's kind of cool, you know, especially yeah, absolutely. you're not familiar with, and you're like, all right, this is kind of cool. Like, I see why people like doing this. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I think that is one of that is like what, kind of one of the cool things about acting that you can learn so many things by just playing a role, you know, and, and it's also kind of a break of yourself for a bit so you can be somebody else. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's one of my favorite things is definitely going to be like someone else for a little bit, you know, just playing different characters. Yeah. yeah. Now, during 2017 and uh, in 2018, you were in even more projects such as Side Effects, Jacob Needham and the Blue Trees, Heard No More, and Brown Job. Now, tell me also about those projects and about your characters as well. So, Side Effects is a short horror film um, that I shot with Jack Goody. Um, he is a local filmmaker in Birmingham, which is where I'm from. Um, shout out. Um, and that one, it's about uh, this girl. She's having some trouble sleeping. She's taking some medicine to like hide her demons. And uh, I play said demon. Uh, mm. So I'm dressed up in this very kind of ripped up, scary looking garment. My face looks crazy. I uh, That was my first experience with special effects too. Okay. Um, I realized I don't like wearing contacts. They're not easy to, to get in. Like the makeup artist uh, and the, the stylist had to like help hold me down like put the because I couldn't do it. Yeah. Um, but we got it in. And also uh, there was this like covering she put over my mouth just to make it look really gross and scary. Mm. Um, that was not fun taking off. I'm pretty sure I lost like a layer of uh, skin with me, but it's okay. It was for film. So it's all worth it, right? There you go. There, you go. there was one part, there was one scene I thought would be like really creepy, and the director's like, all right, just do the creepiest thing you can think of. I'm not a creepy person. That is not going to be naturally. So on the spot, I'm like, oh, it's okay. So the only thing I could think of was to like, where you like bend backwards, you know, and just like start crawling towards them. And it looked really creepy on camera. So it worked. That's cool. Yeah. And then uh, Jacob Beam and the Blue Trees are a uh, band based out of Nashville. Um, I shot some music videos with them, um, just kind of various ones. There was one I played the girl at the bar. There was one I played the hippie. That part was actually really fun. Um, just getting to like, dress up as a hippie. Yeah. And uh, for Heard No More, I was more of a UPM for that one. Um, mm. That one is for... Um, Jason O'Brien, he's also a filmmaker um, back in Birmingham, good friend of mine. So that was more me just kind of helping out and just being a part of the, um, the set with everyone because it was a lot of our film family working on it. Yeah. Tight film family back home. So it's one of those, even though I'm not trained as a UPM, um, it was just fun getting to be a part of it so I get to be around everyone. And especially like when you all share the same passion, mm. it's just a really fun environment to be in. Um, Brown Jug is a music video uh, that Jason O'Brien also shot, um, but it's for Jason Bonstein. He's a okay. musician. This one is more sad um, about alcoholism and just like an addiction mm. someone has. So I played, um, you've got a man and woman in this uh, scenario. And if I'm not mistaken, I think he wrote the song for his dad because um, about Brown Jug. Um, and so it's just, you know, 
it shows just how it starts. You know, you've got this this couple, they're together, you know, the woman really cares about him. She wants him to, you know, stop this, you know, drinking and she's like trying trying to be there for them and he just as much as he wants to stop, he just can't. Mm. You know, ultimately she just can't take anymore, you know. He he goes off on her and she's just like, That's it, I just can't be a part of this and she leaves so bad. But um, that one, it was really emotional. That one too. Uh, everyone, yeah, everyone was sad. We kind of, there was like just that one kind of like the climax of the scene. Um, we got pretty emotional with. That's wow. Fun. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Now, what would you say it's like an important aspect for storytelling? Mm. So I would say um, definitely bringing into it um you know you don't want to be you can't play yourself as a character because then there's no there's no variety you're going to be the same person every time just a different name different scenario but you want to bring certain aspects of yourself into it um like when i you know played lucy um you know i i'm i consider myself a leader and mm-hmm. her character she is a leader um with her group so that's something that i could bring myself into um, I am not as, uh, you know, skillfully trained, like, warrior, like, super, you know, kind of badass woman. I, yeah. That's not, but, you know, it's still, like, I can bring part of myself into it. Um, you know, with Molly, I'm not a journalist, um, but I do have a sense of adventure, you know, curiosity that she has, too, so that's something I can bring to myself. Um, another thing you want to do is just be honest, like, in your storytelling, like, you know, Let's say you're you're playing a character. They're they've trained all their life to maybe get into like the space program. You know, goal is to hey, this is what I'm born to do. I'm going to do it. You know, and they're like at the end of you know the their test or they take their test to like get into the program. Let's say they're holding their letter with the results. They're like, all right, this determines like the rest of my life. They open it. They don't get in. If you cannot be in t- like team with that character and feel that emotion, you can't you can't fake it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something I definitely learned in acting. Uh, it's just you can't fake an emotion. You can't. You can try to like scrunch your face up and make the noises. It's gonna show on camera. You know that it's not realistic. So you have to just you know think of something yourself like you would resonate. You know that could help pr- promote that emotion. Like mm-hmm. maybe you went through something you know similar to it, or maybe something else sad happened. But you've got to like pull that into that moment so that it can show on camera. Sure. Yeah, I agree on that. And like, what would you say it's important also, but but for young actors to know when they recently started? Training, definitely. Mm-hmm. Like, get in as many classes as you can. Um, that's the number one thing that I would say is going to help because you're going to learn more about it. You're going to learn like your scene studies. You're going to learn, you know, method acting. You're going to learn how to become a character, character choices you make, improv. You know, um, you're going to make connections. Yeah. And around like fellow actors you know whether they're beginners or seasoned you know it's just everyone's got advice it's really helpful um it's real positive and like you know nice to be in a supportive uh, setting like that cool now like from all of the characters that you have played at the moment like what are some of your favorite ones and which ones could describe let's say like parts of yourself like like from your personality you know stuff like that uh we recently wrapped Survivor Girl, so I'm still kind of like, still in ties to Lucy. Um, she's one of my favorites. That was a feature film um, 
with uh, Daniel Bamberg that we shot, um, and that one had a lot of our film family, so it was very fun on set. But Lucy, she's so cool. Um, I, mean, I wish I could be more like her. But she, um, that's what I was saying, where for sure, like, you know, she is a leader on that role, um, like a leadership role, uh, critical, a critical thinker, which I can relate to as well. Um, you know, if I'm kind of put in that moment, I'm like, okay, decision making time, like, I've got to, you know, come up with yeah. Um, I also resonate with her on like feeling lost a little bit and unsure sometimes. Um, that I know she does, but she's able to like kind of pull herself out of it a little more quickly. Um, and it was really cool, like, uh, getting to learn like high choreography. Yeah, but, of course. Um, and archery. I had never shot a bow and arrow before. Um, and it wasn't asked of me that I had to learn, but that's just something like I feel like I wouldn't do my character justice. Mm-hmm. You know, they're like, okay, we're just gonna have you like shoot a bow and arrow. And if I'm up there, like, I don't know what I'm doing, I just kind of like hold it. Mm. That's no, Lucy's gonna know how to hold that bow and arrow. You give it to her, she's gonna pull back. Um, so that was really fun. Uh, Molly was another fun character I really enjoyed from uh, Dash and Cave. Um, that one I got to, that's Brian, that was his film. Um, but that one takes place like back in the 50s. Uh, she has a terrible New York accent, um, which I feel kind of lost with the humor. Um, but she's just, she's such a, like, happy-go-lucky, like, bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, you know, she's yeah. on her case. She's so excited to do this. It's a really big case, which you wouldn't expect the first day, but she's like, no, I, I gotta be on the set for this one. Mm. So that's the one I like, definitely, like, her sense of adventure and curiosity, like, really ties into because that's me. Like, as a mm-hmm. kid, I was always wandering off my own. Made my mom so mad when she couldn't find me, but I couldn't help that. I just, just want to know. I want to see what's out there. Yeah. Um, Heidi uh, from Time Gone, she uh, she was fun to play, too. She is so... Again, she's just like, kind of like, I don't know, just like more about her. You're just like, you know, she's a little mysterious. She's got some stuff going on. I don't know what it is, but I don't know. Um, we're very stubborn. That is something that we have in common, uh, you know, she's just so gun, when she's got her mindset, that's it. You really can't wake her. Um, but she also will do what she needs to for her loved ones. Mm. There you go. That's cool. Now, besides acting, you also wrote Time Gun. Well, tell me, like, was that like your first project that you wrote? Yes, it was. Um, and it just kind of was out of the blue. I, I was always in English in school, and I took a screenwriting class um, in college just for fun to see what it was. So this one, kind of one of those, like, let's just see what we can do. Um, it's very short, uh, but I got the idea, honestly, like, from daydreaming one day. I just had a scenario mm-hmm. in my head. What would happen? Like, if two people, you know, were on a mission, they just got stuck in this underground cellar. And just kind of just went from there. Um, but that was the first film that I wrote, like started and produced. Um, mm. I have never produced anything before. That was challenging. Um, so many different levels. Mad respect to all the producers out there, being able to keep everything in line. Um, I don't know that I'll do that again. <laughs> just And also, it's, it's tough too, like when you're, so when I'm on set and I'm, you know, being Heidi or playing Heidi, it's kind of hard to turn off the producer side too. Like, oh, is this, how is this playing? How are we doing this? Where are we on time? So I feel like it kind of takes you out of character a little bit. Yeah. Um, 
So that's only my thing is I kind of wish maybe I could have done that a little but it was still a fun experience. I had a wonderful I was so thankful to help me with. You know, we had Bryce there who was a fantastic VP. You know, Tobias um, directed that. I he loves to heck every time about like not being his first choice for director, but mm -hmm. I, it was, I didn't know he was a director, okay, in my defense. But he did a wonderful job with that. You know, he he took my little baby and he just like made it into the beautiful masterpiece that it is. Um, you know, I had Kyle on there, uh, Jason O'Brien helped with that too. So, really good yeah. time. How cool. Now, what would you say it's important for people who recently started writing? Um, I'm still trying to figure it out too. Uh, just with screenwriting, I know like you, I think the best thing to do is go ahead and have your plot in mind. Um, that to me makes it a little easier to kind of branch from there. Um, that way, you know, you have your plot like okay, character A, you know, has, you know, this going on, or character A meets character B, and now they've got you know, this journey ahead of them. And then you can kind of build from there, like, okay, who is character A? You know, what's their backstory? Who is character B? Where'd they come from? Yeah. I think that's a little easier, um, at least for me, as far as I've gone. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. Now, at the moment, if you could describe your career in a movie or a TV show, what would be the title of it? That, I'm stumped on that one. Um, I'm sorry. It's fine. It's fine. It happens. Don't worry. It's okay. Now, uh, like what? T like, tell me, what can we expect from you in the future? Being a Marvel. I'm. I'm gonna be the Marvel film. It's gonna happen. I would love to play Squirrel Girl. Um, that'd be fantastic. But either way, it's gonna happen. Um, But I do have some other uh, future projects coming up. Um, I don't know which ones I can speak about. Um, I we are going to be shooting future episodes for Dash McCabe, so that's mm. something to look out for. Um, and then the release of Survivor Girls um, okay. should be coming out soon. All right. And like my last question here is, what advice could you give to those who recently started their dreams? Don't give up on it. I mean, I know that's kind of cliche to say, but there are so many people out there who, you know, may say things to discourage you because what you are doing is outside like the norm. You know, it's yeah. not my job. Um, and I think some people just don't understand or see that, or maybe I don't know their view of like what success is. You know, it's different. Um, and I just want to just, just keep doing what you're doing. If it makes you happy, if you're passionate about it, like, go for it. And don't be afraid of the rejection you might get too. Like for actors, you know, we get told no all the time. Yeah. Um, that doesn't mean that you're not good at what you're doing or that you should stop. It just wasn't your time right now. So my thing is just keep pushing forward. You know, it's it's amazing for those who try to venture out there to do the things that are, you know, to follow their dreams. Not everyone does, you know, because they I don't know if they're scared or they're just like, I don't know, it doesn't seem possible. I just like keep going for it. Yeah, totally. I do agree. Yeah, I do agree with that. Yeah, I think that also that no matter like what you do, 
don't try to please somebody else, you know? Because I think at the end of the day, if you do something in order to please somebody else, or if you're gonna change what you do in order to please somebody else, it's not gonna be you, you know? It's gonna be some, some something else, and then at the end, it's not gonna be just real, and at some point, you're gonna hate it, so. Yeah, that, I mean, that's the thing they say, you know, do what you love and you'll never work a day in your life. I feel that. Every time I'm on set, you know, like, it never feels like work to me. I'm just having fun. Yeah, totally, totally. And that, wow, that is it. And <laughs> I mean, Emily, at, at the end of the day, what can I say? I mean, you are super talented, so passionate about what you do. That is super inspiring here. And I think those who are, those who are watching this now or watching this later on YouTube or listening to this on, on the podcast can totally agree that we need more people like that, that is passionate about what they do and, 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 and the fact that they can express it. At the end of the day, that, that is very inspiring. So because we because of that I need to give you a quick super shout out here so yeah and again thank you so much for for uh, for, for being here uh, also thanks so much for those who tuned in for yeah those who tuned in if you're watching this later on the YouTube or listening later on the podcast what I what I normally do is I mean what I recommend is for you to put pause leave a like subscribe real quick and then hydrate and then go follow Emily on all of her social media. Leave me a likes here and there. Support of our content. Spread the word. Make sure that we make sure that Emily reach super high here. And I don't know. One day we will see her in this big movie franchise. If we're talking about Marvel, DC, I can't wait for that. So, and yeah. In the meantime, keep up, keep, keep having an amazing rest of the day and keep being a badass. You are. Thank you so much for having me on your show. I really appreciate that. Cool. Thank you. I mean, at the end of the day, as I said before, I mean. It is, it is because of you guys, all of, all of this talented group of people that I've interviewed, you included, that makes this happening. And, and for that, I'm totally, I'm totally grateful and, and uh, totally humble for the experience to have to, to meet you and to meet so many other talented and amazing people who inspire and also motivate. Because I think that is one of the things that we need these days right now, you know, people who can motivate us by, by somehow. It could be like with a movie, uh, song, whatever. And the fact that you guys go through so many things in order to reach what you love, that is inspiring. So. Absolutely. That's, yeah, definitely. Just, I don't know. I just, just keep doing what you're doing for everyone out there. You know, I just don't ever get discouraged. Don't let anyone else discourage you or tell you what you should do. Like, you know, you have a dream to just follow your dreams. That's for sure. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Reach what you want. I mean, it's not, it's not going to be, it's not going to be easy, of course, but if it is what you love, you're going to be, able eventually to find a way to, to continue pursuing it, you know, because I do think that it gets super discouraged whenever you're starting something and you just don't and you just don't have results like that fast and I think that also because we are kind of get used to get results like fast, you know, that if we want something boom, the next day is there. So the fact that we need to, that it's a process going, you know, and for, and for some people that process is shorter and for others it's longer, but yeah. No, absolutely. It's definitely it's a journey. You know, it's not it's not a race to get there first. It's just a journey, you know, and you've got some bumps and bruises along the way. That doesn't mean that you're not doing the right thing or what you should do. Totally. Totally. But uh but yeah, let's make sure yeah, let's make sure that we continue reaching what we want and also those who are watching, make sure that you're following Emily and support her and share all the content. And Emily, again, thank you so much for being here. I can't wait to see more of your awesome content in the future. In the meantime, keep having an amazing rest of the day. 
an amazing upcoming weekend, an amazing week, I mean, amazing stuff. Just, yeah. I appreciate that, man. Have a good one, okay? All right, thank you. Bye.